what's going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Something More Comfortable, The Black Velvet Experience. I am your host, Black Velvet, and this is a very special episode. It's episode number eight, but it's the very first episode of 2020. And even though most people think that it's the first first one for the decade, the decade does not actually start until 2021, but it's neither here nor there. <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> hey, I, I mean, I'm going to be me. If, if, if we're going to be me, you know, but that's what yes. it is. Um, as you can hear the voice uh, with me and those that are watching, you can see that I am joined by the lovely Miss Karen Lee. Say hey to the people. Hey, everybody. <laughs> oh, wow. That yeah. applause. Nice. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, hey. how was it, it? This is obviously, you know, normally we do this on a Saturday, but how was your week? My week so far has been wonderful. Um, it's the first little break I've had since Black Nativity. So, I can. Right. I can rest a little bit with my directorial debut right, in Henderson, right. North Carolina. You like how she so. <laughs> she did the little humble brag real quick right there. It was not even a brag. It was you asked she me said, how my week she went. Said, you know, I'm taking a little a little, you know, sabbatical. Please. From, from my directorial debut. Oh my goodness gracious. <laughs> I it was it was a nice, nice week. Just okay. a nice relaxing week. And it's what, Tuesday? Wednesday. 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 It's almost Wednesday. Yes. Almost the first of January. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It was um a nice, nice week. So how about you? How was your week? My week has been pretty slow, which is can be good. Um, yeah. So it's it's been pretty good. Um obviously, you know, we are about an hour away from the start of the new year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, got the bottle you know for the yes. for the people that are watching we got the bottle sitting there we ready to pop it for you know <laughs> 10 9 8 you know but All that fun stuff right for right now we just vibe into the music yeah as we always do um, of course matter of fact let me get myself together here I'll make sure i got my, my poem from last week right 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 that sound like of course, yeah. Get yeah. your get your um, your champagne if you need it for the celebration of the new year, right. or you know whatever drink or tea, or get your candles lit. Nice right. time to relax and right. Get yourself prepared, right? Yeah. Or you know whatever you like to sip on, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Water. Right. Right. It's the new year. If you are awake, drink some water. You may not even be awake right now. Yeah, no, maybe not. Right. right. <laughs> All right. So now that the music has stopped, mm-hmm. we can go and get into this poem from last episode. Then we get into the questions, and then from yeah. there we just kind of flow. So yeah, y'all know how we do it. Anybody that every first Saturday of the month, that's how we do. So, eight oh eight is the poem. I love to ride in my baby. She's a big body Chevy. She nicknamed me 808 because my bass is so heavy. Have her highs, reciting some indecent things. See, when I pound, I tend to rattle her frame. She loved my bass line so much that she 
throw back mid-range. My electricity's a thousand, but her battery can handle the watts. Break sound ordinances in the neighborhood, so here come the cops. Though rapping on the window, she don't want me to stop. When out of the rage of the boys, she turned the dial to the top. I tell her to bring it down, some don't want my speakers to pop. For that really crisp thump, she put me in a tight box. And the suede carpet matched the roof, you know, baby stay fly. Nothing little here, got them screens falling out the sky. But she want an upgrade, so we'll to the chop shop. The man's interior work, nice chrome, and a top drop. Say she only ride big, so she need the right type. Looking for that deep growl put on her wide pipe. Immaculate leather, love to peep it from the side. All pink with white accents displayed through the ride. And no matter what's playing, she want me in the groove. Luther or Maxwell, my baby need it smooth. Little Wayne of Underground Kings, now she want to move. Though the size of a 10, I beat like a 15. When I bang her jam, don't care who's listening. Long as the bump's good, leave her candy glistening. Rear end raised up so it slant from the back. Let her pop trunk so the world can hear it smack. Hard to understand her conversation so don't cut her no slack. And when they see us pass, most speakers want to knock her. But she chose my brand, say the response is so proper. The amps never overheat and give her the red light. So I can get in in the morning and she can ride into the night. Say I'm perfectly constructed and I hit it just right. Dope. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. As always, if you like the poetry and y'all really want to support, you can always go to Amazon.com or you can go to IamBlackVelvet.com and you can buy the book something more comfortable the black uh, by black velvet if you put that in any combination you should be able to pull it up so let us get to these questions seeing as that whole poem obviously is not about a car right it's right. <laughs> right it's it's actually about you know four figure women voluptuous bbw whatever it is that you would like to call them but yeah that is what that poem is about and so based on that, I decided, actually, we came up with these three questions together. Um, so the three questions are, in this new body positive era, do you find more men are open to dating full-figured women? Two, do you find the attention to be genuine or fetishism? And three, what makes you most confident in a relationship and what makes you most insecure in the relationship? So, Miss Karen Lee. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> First question. Mm -hmm. In this new, more body positive era, mm -hmm. do you find more men are open to dating full-figured women? Um, I think that uh, as far as dating, yes, in, in a sense. Um, I think men have kind of always had uh, their feelings towards bigger women or, you know, they, I, I feel like they've always, if they, if they s sort of liked them, right. you know, 
or they they saw somebody they thought was was cute, but they were scared to say it to their boys. Like, okay, I think she's cute. She's right. bigger, but I'm scared to say it. I think um, first of all, it just it, it comes with age. You know, the older you get, you just like what you like, and it doesn't matter who right. says what. But I think now, um, definitely in a more body positive, or or the message of bo- body positivity is definitely more wide spread. Right. Um, that that it's it, it's more. You see it more um, at a younger age now where people right. are just accepting people for who they are gotcha, um, and gotcha. it doesn't really matter. Right. Um, right. I, that's what I see now um, okay. Okay. Or, or, you know, in, in my dating, right. <laughs> in right. my right. dating right. period. <laughs> right. Yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? What um, do you think? Um, honestly, I mean, it, it definitely... Um, social media, mm-hmm. which obviously social media, all social media, you have to learn to take with a grain of salt. Sure. Because the reality is it, probably less than 50% of it is like factual. A lot of people are pretending, but for the most part though, you are seeing a lot more um, relationships. I'm seeing a lot more relationships that are out there where it's like, and like you said, it's just kind of, it's just out there. I like what I like, mm-hmm. you know, um, me myself is kind of funny because I never, I never was in that place. I never felt any kind of way, um, you know, up until recently, like what the past five years, like my mama was always a BBW, you know what I mean? Like my mm-hmm. mama was always full figure. My sister was always full figure. Um, I think the only person really in my family that was like small was like my granny. Like mm-hmm. my granny was like the only one that was like always like 160 pounds mm-hmm. the whole time I've ever. And she, and then like, you know, before she passed, it was like she got actually even smaller. Like she's probably like 140, but yeah, mm-hmm. she was probably like the only one. So it's like you, you come up in a, a household, you come up in a family, like all of your extended family is like, all full figure. So it's like, I never was like one of those people that was like, Oh man, I can't, I can't be seen out in public with you. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'll, like I'll, I'll, you know, I'll see you after midnight or after a certain time, but I'll never like take you out. I just, I just never felt like that. But again, having women that were so like amazing in my life. And it's like, you know, mm-hmm. growing up, you realize like, okay, I just like what I like. And she just happened to be what I like. And I enjoy her company. I enjoy her time. And I'm not really thinking about like, oh, she's this size or she's this size. It's just kind of like, because I mean, I've dated both. I've dated smaller women. I've You've dated, dated a range of sizes. Right. And so at mm-hmm. this point, it's just like, but it never was like, oh man, I'm going to date her specifically because of this or mm-hmm. not. And so it's like, I never felt like, you know, if people saw me with them, it was like, I mean, but and, and honestly, when I was younger, people made jokes, but I just didn't care. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and I'm I'm thinking that nowadays it's just like you said, it's just getting to a point where people are just accepting like I'm going to be what I'm going to be. And so and I'm right. going to do what I'm going to do and I'm going to like what I'm going to like. And you can either like that or not like or not. That. Right. Right. But. I don't need to, I don't need your approval to decide like what I'm going to like, because if she loves me and I love her and 
and we enjoy each other's company and we, you know, can build and vibe together, then who is it, you know, who are you to, to, to tell me or make me feel, um, you know, not cool or, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm, oh, you, you soft or you weak or whatever it is that that a person might think because you decided that you wanted to date somebody that's full figure. And it's like, even the people that I've found that have like that negative connotation, it's like, it's so weird because then when you look at like the person that they're with, Mm -hmm. you're kind of like, wait a minute, but that's, that's your wife. Like that's your, that's your baby mama. That's mm-hmm. so, I don't right. understand. I'm super, conf- yeah, so it's just like, <laughs> yeah. it's a super confusing thing to have people, you know, try to make it seem it's like, oh, I'm da 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 It's like, mm-hmm. but it's like, man, just like who you like. And, just like who you like. And keep it moving. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so, so yeah, that, mm-hmm. like I said, I feel like it's gotten better over time, but it's still sometimes, and, and I think half of it is because, like, where I work at, like, in the industry that I work in, I deal with a lot of older men. And so they still live in that, like, the fact that they still call people with long hair hippies. You're like, <laughs> really? Are we? Right. Like, what, what year are we in? It's, right, right, right. Yeah, it's like, is this a time mm-hmm. warp? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, that that is probably, um, like I said, part of what makes me still hear some of the things that I hear, but yeah, at this point, it's just like you like who you like, and yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. So it's all that matters. Exactly. Regardless of the size. Right. Yeah. So question number two is: Do you find that the attention is genuine, or is it fetishism? Mm. So, <laughs> so this is going back to um, when I was was in the dating scene, and now that I'm in a relationship, and I, I, you know, right, right. it's a little different. But um, so I I do remember, of course, uh, what it was like to date um and, and go on different dates and all of this stuff, and um, I have seen so many different levels of this. I've seen the level where some men were once really big and they got smaller. And so they felt like they needed to date bigger women because that's what they have been used to, or that's what they felt like they can get. I've also been with people that just genuinely liked my personality and thought, you know, and and they liked what I looked like and they thought, okay, sure. I want to date her. Okay. And then I've had the people that were like, she's big. I want her. Okay. Yeah. So I've seen like the spectrum of, of people liking me for different reasons. Right. Okay. But, um, when it's, it's like, you can tell when somebody genuinely likes you for your personality and who you are. Um, but also likes your body. Right. Versus somebody who, um, is, is out there looking for, a, a, a big woman or a, a, a larger woman, woman, right, 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 right. um, somebody with some chunk. Right. right. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't really want to say big woman, but you know what I mean? Right, right, so, right. um, somebody who's looking for that. Our audience understands. I think, yes, I think so. I would hope so. I, and I mean, right. hello. It is, um, it it, it, it's all the chunk. I love it. So, um, but uh, I, 
yes, in in a lot of in a lot of cases, the like you know, you know somebody liking me for me is genuine. Right. And then there are people who you know, it's a fetish. Um. I, I think it's it, you just kind of have to. People will tell you who they are and what they want right. in their actions. Right. right. Um. For example. <laughs> uh, for example, I was with someone um, a few years back who um, was an attorney who had his own firm, and he, uh, for one, he was of a different race, um, okay. but he he specifically loved black women. He specifically loved big black women. Okay. Yeah. I didn't realize that that was what was happening at the time. Ah. Um, when I first met him, you know, he was interested in, in what I like to do. As as an attorney, you know, he he liked somebody who was artsy and liked right. what I did. And so, you know, he enjoyed that type of conversation. But the more we talked, the more time I spent with him, the more, t- more I realized, okay, he, he just wants me for this period of time he doesn't want me around his friends he doesn't want me to travel with him he just wants me at his house chilling watching tv or whatever in this very specific way and it was like okay you're showing me exactly what you want from me and you only want this from me because i am those two criteria that you really like gotcha you know which is weird it's weird but then I've also been with men and it's just, I mean, with, with one person in particular where he was a really big man. He was at one point, he was over 700 pounds and got, and had surgery. Okay. All right. And was down to, I don't know, maybe 200 pounds at the time. Had a lot, he had a lot of skin surgeries, a lot of, you know, things. Right. Um, get everything together. Yeah. But I could tell that he had some insecurities. Okay. And so he was dating me because he felt insecure. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. And that, I mean, it, it, in turn, I had to kind of realize what was happening and deal with the situation at hand. Right. But once I realized that that was what was happening, but it was, it was, it was like, man, I have to, I have to care enough about me to right. say this isn't going to work because you only see me. As as a as a a, a as boost to your self esteem as a safety some, net as a safety net mm, yeah 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 and I and I think that's the the thing I think that probably goes into your next question um, but that's the thing about about being a, a larger woman in in today's society it's the assumption that we are insecure right. and that we are unhappy right with right. our bodies and that's not the case right right so in some cases it is i mean i have had my struggles but in a lot of cases we are more accepting of who we are as human beings right right so what do you think um wow listen first of all just hearing your stories is like more than (laughs) i can really you know which is yeah i can't really like lend to this as well as you can because one you have the experience. I don't really have the experience. Like again, I've have I have dated, um, like I said, whatever the hell they're they're called today. Yeah, you know, 
thick, voluptuous, blah, 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 right. blah, whatever, whatever the, the buzzword is for today. Um, I've dated them and it's like at the end of the day, for me, it just always has been. For me, it was just I genuinely it's like, oh, I enjoy you. I enjoy your time. And it's like the fact that you are is just like, OK, mm-hmm. it's just like an added thing. But it's not one of those things where it's like I'm pinpointing you. Mm-hmm. It's like it's and it's only you. And it can only be like this because it. I mean, having lived all over the country, having like been around the world, essentially. Yes. I mean, I have encountered far too many different people. And for me, it's and it's what makes it even more funny that, like you were saying, the assumption that like, like four figure women are somehow insecure, and it's like, I've dated small people, and right, they're just as right, yeah, like yeah, like like I feel like all of us have insecurities. Mm-hmm. All of us have things that we we don't like to address or we don't like to deal with, and so. Mm-hmm. it's just because you know society essentially we we are like bullies essentially and so we in order to not focus on mine I find the thing most visibly different for me and so therefore like people that are full figure things like that people that have disabilities like those are the kind of things that our society kind of like focuses on because it's like I don't want to have to deal with mine, but for me it's like no, mm. it's yeah. I mean that's so it's like oh, I can focus on yours and I can tell you about yours, but uh-huh. but you can't tell me about yours, can you? Can I? I don't want to deal with mine. I'm mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna hide mine. Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hide my insecurity, and so I'm gonna make this thing why I'm just really saying these mean things to you for your health sake or for whatever. And it's just like, I mean, and then I think it's even more weird. Some of the stuff that I've seen where like, not only do men pick specifically like bigger women, but then they're like doing everything they can to make her even bigger. Yeah. That's an interesting. Yeah. And and it's like very, and again, I find that to be extremely, like, like extremely fetishism. Like, that's not a, yeah. It's like a very weird thing to like. I'm only willing to date above this weight. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. And hold on, you trying to get smaller, girl? Like, no, we we want to go up. And it's like, mm-hmm. that's weird. Like, you you're not. That's not even in love. That's just in. It's almost like a. You need me. And, and, yes. and I'm making, and that is part of it. It's like, because like you said, it's it's almost like, oh, she's big. I mean, because you think about some of the stereotypes that it's like, oh, she's big. Or so. so I can, people pick them so it's like, I can be a certain way and she'll deal with whatever mess I give her. Because, you know, she, that's all, she, she can't get much better than me. And I would, I would beg to right. differ. Yeah. I would beg to differ, especially mm-hmm. if you look at some of the, like, women on social media and then look at their husbands, and it's like, 
I would beg to differ. It, it's, it's, it, I'm not, you know, I'm not. Yeah. I'm no. Not, I don't personally, I'm not going to like comment on these, these gentlemen and how they look, but it's like, yeah, these brothers is definitely, they look better than some of the people that are like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm the best she can do. It's like, no, yeah. baby, you're not the best. The fact that you even think that you're the best. Yeah. No. It's, a problem. it's just weird. It's that confidence thing. I mean, you know, I've hear, heard men say it so many times that one of the most attractive things about a woman is her confidence. And it's never like, lied. you could be a size lied. two, size 32, you know, size 50, whatever. That confidence right. shines through. And it's, it's, it's interesting to me. I watch enough six, my 600 pound life to know that this is, this is a thing, but, um, but no, I've seen women on this show in particular who have real struggles in their lives. And they talk about some of the abuse that they've endured and like things that they have dealt with that have gotten to the point where they are, um, they're compulsive eaters or they, they eat a lot. Uh, The people on this, uh, on the show in particular that have those types of struggles. Um, those particular people, um, they are very much confident in, I am going to the store and I am going to buy whatever I want to buy and I'm going to eat whatever I want to eat. And their companions, um, and I'm not saying this about all of the people on this show or all the people with these particular um, things. I'm just talking about some of the examples on this show. Um, But, you know, their, their significant others or their spouses will be, you know, they'll say they'll just bring them whatever they want. And, and their response is always like, well, he or she, they're going to be so mad at me if I don't bring them whatever they want to have. And it's like, they are confident that this is what I want. Right. And you will give me me this and that will be that. And it's like that type of confidence, that type of boldness, like this is what, this is my life and you're either with it or you're not is, is very much attractive, you know? And it's, it's that fine line. It's either, it could be, it could be that they are genuinely attracted to that type of thing. Right. Or it could be like you were saying, somebody who sees, you know, I just want to keep you. Right. And it's so many, there's so many ways that that can go. Right. You know, and and it's funny that you say that because me not being a person that really ever watches TV, you know, Uh most of the time, the only time, situations like this where like being in a hotel room is like the only time I'm really ever watching television. Right. And the um, TV hasn't been on. Right, 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 <laughs> right. Right. You still haven't watched it. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like it was on, but I wouldn't even look at it. You wouldn't even look at it. Right. Well, but that's the thing. It, it's, it's this idea. Um, one particular lady, she, her girlfriend, she started to realize, she was really just trying to keep her in this space mm-hmm. because she was dependent on her. Yes. So it's like, I need you dependent on me. Mm-hmm. And so in order to keep you that way, mm-hmm. I'm going to make the excuse that you asked me for what, for something and I just give you whatever you want. Even though I may know like, this is not the best for you. This is not, 
and 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 not in a situation because again, a lot of those people is like they're really fighting health issues. It's oh not, yeah, it, it's not just I got a few extra pounds. Like you yeah, know no, I mean? there some a lot of them are immobile, like they can't right, and so they can't walk. Yo, I'm gonna bring bed you. Sores. I'm gonna bring you whatever I bring you. Yeah, and, hey, you either gonna eat it or you not. But they like, oh well, mm-hmm. I mean, that's what they asked for, and so I give it to them. But it's like right. a lot of people don't realize it's like. They're using you, the person that, not the not the person that is um, the the person that's like bedridden or whatever. It's like, mm-hmm. but it's the person the other person is using you, right, as a means of so because the savior syndrome, right? And yeah. it's like I'm here for them, and whenever they need me, and I mm-hmm. always have them, and mm-hmm. they're always dependent on me, and it, because it's like. What is my life if it doesn't involve you being dependent on me? Right. Right. Who, who am I? How am I defined if I'm not defined by being your, right? Yeah, that yours and, or yeah, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, so your savior, right? And that's the, that's interesting because that is the extreme, right, of that. But the fetish part, right. They're little. They're, it's that on a smaller scale, right? It's and it's and it it's a lot more insidious because it's mm-hmm. because it's so it's not as open, right? And it's yeah, not yeah, as yeah. big, yeah, and, ex, and and exaggerated. So you're like, mm-hmm. is this is this person? Mm-hmm. What's really happening here? Right. Yeah. It's like I'm not really sure. Yeah. It kind of seems like, but then mm-hmm. that's the other problem is that you enjoy that person. Mm-hmm. Um, what's I want to try and think the the word of the day, codependency. Codependency, codependency. Yes. Yes. Is that that? It's that because you you start being like, man, well, I really like being around them, mm-hmm. and so then you don't want to because it, if I have to call in the question while you're even here, then I start calling in the question. My feelings for you is like, well. Am I a fool for even feeling how I feel mm. for you, knowing that if I if I ever actually take the time to face the fact that you may actually just be here using me mm-hmm. and not really loving me. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, like when we go through all of these like episodes and we talk about all this stuff, it's always about somebody loving you mm-hmm. for who you are. Period. And at the end of the day, doing everything possible to pour into your life, like good into your life. Right. And it's, it's, and it's whatever you need help with. And it's, and because and ultimately, whatever may be wrong with us, because again, we're, we're, this episode, we're just talking about full figure women and, and people think that that's a thing that you need help with mm-hmm. right but we all need help with something but it's it's like even if you feel like maybe that might be something that you might want to address later down the line it's like no i love you because i love you and hey if you decide that that's something that you want to deal with i'm sure. here with you to deal with it yeah mm-hmm. but it's it's and that's genuine like i genuinely just love you mm-hmm. i want the best for you Mm-hmm. And whenever you're ready to move towards something, whether it be a business, whether it be, you know, um, 
reconciling relationships. Like maybe you had a broken relationship with like your parents or right, right. or whatever. It's like I'm here loving you, trying to pour into you always, no matter what. Yeah. Not oh you f- you fulfill some kind of deep seated thing in me, so I keep you around. So yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, that's a. That's a heavy one. I could, yeah, we could yeah. go on for days on that one. Yeah. Um, and the, the last question is, what makes you feel most confident in a relationship? And what makes you feel the most insecure in a relationship? Huh. Okay, so this can be looked at many different ways. Um, right. Physically, what makes me feel the most confident? Okay. Um. I I personally like um, fortifying what I already feel. Okay. Or or um, or reassurance when I'm not feeling when I'm outside of what I normally think of myself. Okay. So on my days, <laughs> um, and this is like this is just saying in a, in a moment of distress, right? So it. it in, in my days where I'm feeling less confident or not feeling like myself, that reassurance that I am all that I, I have thought I was, right? Right, right, right. Um, but in moments when I'm not in distress, when I'm not feeling, you know, having a bad self-esteem day, um, <laughs> right, right. the things that make me most confident physically in a relationship are the are the gentle touches or you know the the right. the the gentle things you know um the 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 kisses that you sneak or you know just right. those little things um those are the things that make me feel more, more confident physically okay. when when i am seen as just something right you just want you know right. um and that comes just from the little things like standing at the mirror, and, you know, sneaking up behind me and right. kissing me on the cheek. Like that makes me feel right. seen and confident that way. Um, I think on the emotional side, um, what makes me feel more confident in the relationship is communication. I think okay. when there is constant dialogue or, or dialogue that, that is meaningful, but it, it, it is, and even if it's not dialogue, if it's just some sort of communication, some sort of body language or something that tells me we're good, okay. you know, that makes me feel confident right. in, in, in my relationship. Gotcha. Um, what makes me feel insecure is the absence of those things. <laughs> well, pretty simple. Pretty I mean, you know, um, when that physical like little thing, when those little things go away or, you know, right. makes you feel like, okay, what's going on? Like, right. you know, right. And sneak that kiss when you normally would have, you know, that kind right, of thing. It right, makes right. you feel like, okay, maybe something's going on. Um, yeah. And that goes back to, uh, one of the other questions we were talking about earlier, um, about confidence. And, you know, it, it's funny growing up or when I was younger and in the dating scene, um, as much as we like to say 
that your confidence and self-esteem is just from you and you should be able to big up yourself and get yourself together and constantly think <laughs> that you're the most wonderful thing in the world. Well, right. I'm sorry. Right. That's not how that goes. Like, right. yeah, I'm sh sure I can think to myself a hundred million times that I am, that I am the most wonderful thing on the planet. Right. But honestly, we all know that it takes somebody else sometimes right. to see that very thing in us that we think we see. Right. Because there are going to be days that life is hard sometimes and it's going to kick us around sometimes and make us feel like we are less than we always thought we were. Right. 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 And so I don't <laughs> see anything wrong. I, I think it's necessary to have those around you who will say to you, you got this. Like, right. I think you are a spectacular person right. and it may seem hard right now, but you are so worthy of every wonderful thing in this life, you know? And I think, um, I think that was one of the harder things to, to deal with because as a younger person, I didn't really date. Right. right? right. So, um, so not really feeling like, and there's like all those different layers and reasons as to why that didn't happen. And like, you know, right, whatever. Right. Um, and why I felt the lack of self-esteem I felt when I was younger. Psh, that's a whole, that's, that's a few therapy sessions with the therapist. Right, right. Um, but no, but like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, therapy. <laughs> yeah. Get it. If you need it for a show. Um, I think everybody needs it. Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, but no, it's just like, you need, sometimes you need that reassurance, right. you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. Right. I don't see anything wrong with needing that reassurance from, reassurance from someone else, right. especially from the person that you are in a relationship with. Exactly. Indeed. Their willingness to pour into you when you're empty. Right. Yeah. Right. What about you? What makes you feel most confident in a relationship? Um, I think the what makes me feel being heard. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, even creating a podcast, speaking is very big for me. Words, um, writing, all the things that I do, you know, focus on words. And so for me, it's like being heard is so important to me. Like that makes me. Because at the end of the day, it's like, honestly, being told I'm amazing and like, because, you know, there's the five love languages. You mm -hmm. have um, gifts, you have words of affirmation, you have physical touch, you have uh, quality time. Mm -hmm. Oh, Lord, what's the last one? Um, acts of service. Acts of service. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank mm -hmm. you. Uh, so gifts is like non-existent for me of course <laughs> yes physical touch right and up. quality time are like super big for me and so um and then i mean acts of service uh, mm -hmm. i could i could you do th you're very independent you do things on your own yeah I'm, I'm very independent i really i mean it's and that's the thing it's like like i've been asked and it's like i don't need you mm -hmm. i want you that's even that's a more active thing because when a person just when a person needs you it they may not really want you mm -hmm. but because i need you 
I won't tell you that I don't want you. Mm -hmm. But when I want you, that means that I'm actively deciding that I choose you to be in my space, right? Mm -hmm. And so... That was a discussion this week, y'all, if you can't already <laughs> tell. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. anyway. <laughs> but, uh <-huh. laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. No, but yeah, no, I, I right. and I understand now what you mean, yes. Yes, and so, but that's it. It's, it's I want to be heard. It's like, I want to be heard. I want to, um, I, don't, I don't, oh, that was the words of affirmation. Words of affirmation, it's like, after a while, it, it be just become, I become numb to them because yeah. you hear them from so many people and because I can feel the weight of words. Yeah. I can tell when people don't really have anything behind those words. Mm -hmm. And so even though you might have a person that really, really loves you and, and that's the other big thing. And a lot of times in the infancy of a relationship, you're still trying to even gather whether or not this person is really about their word. And so to have them t telling you a whole bunch of words of affirmation, and you're just kind of like, all right, dog. <laughs> okay. I, yeah, yeah. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> it's like, and, and sadly, you know, having traveled and performed and did all this stuff, you hear, you know, Oh my God, you're so amazing! Blah, blah, blah. And then after a while, you're just like, "Oh, okay, yeah, great, thanks, mm -hmm. appreciate it." But mm -hmm. you, there is no weight behind what you're saying to me. There, mm -hmm. Those words don't really do anything for me. But yeah, it's like being heard, and that's why um, another conversation of quality over quantity. Yes, <laughs> I am so much. Moreover, I would rather one time I see you, right? The one time I get to talk to you, if if in a week I only get to talk to you once, or throughout the day, like in my in my previous relationships, it was, I, I guarantee you, at least one or two people can tell you it's like mm -hmm. I don't need to talk all day long. Mm -hmm. You could not see me all day. Mm -hmm. but like that last 15 minutes of the day, let me get that. Let me get that undivided. I don't want to yeah. have to be divided between you and whatever TV show power or empire or game of Thrones or whatever it is that you're so distracted by. Yes. Because that, that makes me feel that makes me feel insecure. insecure. Yeah. It makes me feel super insecure in the relationship mm -hmm. when I'm feeling like, you know, because at the end of the day, listen, I got a little stomach. I got, I'm, you know, it's like all of these things is like, okay, huh? those things don't mean that much to me. It's like maybe the hairline. The hairline might be one yeah, of the ones. Yeah, that bothers you just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the hairline might be, might be a little bit, a little bit. Uh, Everybody's like, hey, you see this hair? Look at this hair. Like, <laughs> Lord, <laughs> please calm down. <laughs> please calm down. But but it's the reality and the reason. I'm just checking my phone because I know the time. We yes. got five minutes got until five the new minutes year. Until the new year. So yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. I just just trying to make sure I I keep myself together. Got you. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, but um, uh -huh. but but no, it's it's yeah. So that makes me feel insecure. It's like. Mm -hmm. especially if I 
tell a person something and I'm and I'm like I'm telling you things and I'm like in those quality moments and then you don't know what I'm talking about like a day or later or two days later it's like that's yeah. why something that I do hey and this is for anybody men or women is a great uh thing that you should do yo you would take notes at your job you take notes in school yeah it yo you shouldn't be above taking notes on the person that you say that you care about that is a fact there should be no reason that you have this phone always in your hand you're on the phone with that person there's no reason that you put them on speaker and if they tell you like you're their favorite play <laughs> or they tell you their right. favorite composer <laughs> Yeah. You don't say, "Oh, hey, wait, really, really quickly." I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to put that in my in my notes, and and that's the thing. If they're in your contact list, you can put that add it to the contact, add that to their yeah. contact as information. Where it's like, oh, well, she likes this certain type of flower. She likes this. Mm-hmm. She's into this. She does this. Mm-hmm. So or he. So that way, you're giving that person that ability. So yes, that is the biggest thing that for like I said for me is. It is the one, the quality of the time, mm-hmm. the communication, but then really feeling like this person heard Being me. Being heard, right. So I, it's not like, oh, yeah, yeah, I heard what you said. But then like a day or so later, you do or say something to me that like goes completely against the fact that you said you heard me mm-hmm. about this thing over here. And it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, like like the idea of, Hey, if you don't ask me for anything, I would give you the world. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. No, and I guess that's what's interesting about that. You're funny, man. Uh, um, no, but I think that's the the thing. You know, you're talking about this, and I'm just thinking about relationships, and and this one in particular it is that. When you say, you know, I like to know that I'm being heard. And to me, you know, I, I might have 50 million things going on in my head. And right, right. but it's but it's like understanding that in this relationship. In order to make you feel secure and to continue to make sure that you know that you're loved, it means. OK, Kale shut off all the other stuff that you have going on. Your phone's going off because 10 people are messaging you about something that needs to be done. Shut it all off and listen to what this man is saying to you to, um, to help. First of all, you need to listen to the person that you're dating in the first place, but, but to to further completely understand what they are saying to you and, and let all of that sink in. It's all about knowing it's all it's all about knowing who you're with and wanting them to feel and be the happiest in the relationship that you're in. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So it is twenty three fifty nine. Oh, before I even get into that part of it. Twelve fifty nine for or eleven fifty nine. 
My, my, my bad. Mm-hmm. For the civilian people that don't know military time, all you nurses and military people, I know y'all know military time. And probably firemen. Some of us know, too. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 don't whatever. be trying to. Whatever, whatever. Whatever. Either way, it is almost <laughs> the new year. And so y'all see I'm getting the champagne together. Yeah. Oh, you probably should put a towel over that before you pop that cork. But really? yes, you, you yes, think, I'm going to go grab a towel because that could be ugly. I'll be back. <laughs> yeah, go grab a towel. <laughs> Don't want no messes. Well, you should cover up the cork before it pops out. Really? Yes. Oh, I just catch it in my hand. I don't. I don't let it pop into the air. I just right. let it bust in my. Of course. But <laughs> that's also what could uh, cause injury, sir. And it is now midnight. Yeah, yes, that's 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 injury, baby. Please Happy put new that year. over there. Happy New Year. There we go. See, I was going to do that. Anyway, whatever. That's a cork pops. Um, I think this is definitely something that is a discussion um, that should be had further um, because we've gone into like several different directions with this conversation. But I feel like when you're talking about relationships and especially, thank you, um, especially things like... um, body image and fetishes and you know as far as body image is concerned um when you're talking about that there's so many different opinions and thoughts um and i i'd really like to continue this discussion um personally um and i feel like that's something that people definitely would want to continue to do with you black velvet i think um right you know so i i definitely want would like to encourage that discussion to continue indeed yeah. So, so comments, all that good stuff. Right. Yeah. So cheers. Cheers to the new year. Happy New Year. So, um, as she stated, we are going to go further. Um, we're probably going to work on some some other things, like pushing this to where after the show we maybe have like some spillover, you know, because we do an hour of this show, but maybe do like a little spillover section just a separate episode where we just kind of talk freely about whatever we want to talk about. And it's not so structured. So then that way we just, you know, cause a lot of things come out in just conversation that are like really, really deep without you having to like, well stick strictly to kind of like a regiment, a regiment. Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) (laughs) but with that being said, we going to get into the poem for next episode and then we will yeah yeah and she's looking at me upside my head um <laughs> <laughs> what for the, for the people that can't see that I, you know i put that out there oh and for the people that can't see that she is not taller than me i just wanted y'all to know that really really quickly she is not taller than me it's just no. the chairs that we're sitting in make us look like she's way taller than i am but she's not she is not a giant Anyway, uh, <laughs> don't. Okay, go ahead, please, sir. <laughs> so the poem for next episode is called Criminal. Cool. Right. All right. She arrives at the heist, tools in tow. Pulled in front of the building for the quick getaway. I smiled, holding the door unsuspecting believing she had business here. Should have seen the mask as she told me what floor. As we 
exited the elevator, still blind to her direction. Pushing into my room, she leveled her weapon. Asked, when did I expect my company? Phone rang. I answered. She whispered to let them up. Scary scene as my guests were none the wiser. Truly an actress feigning in innocence. All the while, pressing the muzzle through her dress whenever I got careless. Held hostage by her smile as her eyes scribbled the ransom note on my heart. Tried crying out, giving signals, but soon found myself alone, helpless. She poured us drinks as she tells me to undress, sips to still myself. I sit soaking, eyes locked on the trigger, standing there, glass in hand and body on a man, blowing me away with both barrels. What did I do in my past life for things to come back like this? Shots ripping into flesh, the spray saturating the walls, no gloves, seen full of fingerprints, burned rubber. She rolled it as if it was stolen. And before I could catch my breath or reach the phone to call for help, she was gone with her spoils, ready to pawn, unaware of the true value of what was taken. And I lay numb, empty, too embarrassed to admit that I felt like a victim. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So, as we stated, Happy New Year to everybody. We appreciate you, as always, checking out, you know, our, our podcast, listening, um, giving feedback, always appreciated. We pray that everyone that is safe has made it into the New Year safely, and we pray much blessings and success in the New Year. With that, we'll see you next episode. Yeah.